Rudolph Wood, good morning, good morning. Nessa, how are you? And good morning to the listeners. I'm very well, but uh, you've definitely got a summer state of mind because you're sitting in the Northern Hemisphere um, in England. Yes, I've just arrived this morning. I, I flew in at about uh, six o'clock. Um, I'm now about an hour and a half, two hours out of out of London in a, a little village called Wickham at the, the Five Bells Pub and Brewery. <gasps> yeah, I'm here for, for a braai weekend of all things. So, oh my goodness. Uh, we, uh, I've got a day's prep with the, with the kitchen crew here and then we've got a whole lot of people tomorrow coming for a, a braai masterclass at lunchtime and in the evening we've got a full-on sort of braai evening um, where we where we just we're braying and, and, and chilling. So tell me the people that are coming. Uh, first of all, I just have to tell everybody that you sent me the photograph of this idyllic place that you're at with the thatched roof, typical um, uh, of English countryside and yes. uh, absolutely beautiful. But I want to know the people that are coming, are they, are they Saffirs? Are they ex-South Africans? Or are they um, local British people who want to experience South African braai cuisine? <laughs> got a mixture of both actually um i think we've got a mixture of of, of local of staffers who, who are homesick mm-hmm. and 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 some locals who are keen on learning some braai or some dry tricks so so the idea is that we've got 20 people for the for the master class so that will be like a hands-on session we'll do at lunchtime tips and techniques and bits and pieces and then the rest in the afternoon is about about 60 or 60 or 70 people and that's just a kind of that's just more of a care more than anything else <laughs> uh, who's the owner of the pub here has had the most unbelievable braai built he's had this custom-made behemoth the beast we call it built and it is the sexiest looking bra i've ever seen um and and he has this outdoor area so there's a brewery and there's a, a beautiful outdoor area and so we're kind of launching the outdoor area for the summer because this is now this is the height of summer the school holidays have just started here and it's it's in the middle of and obviously you know we, we've seen from the news that it's been scorching mm. this week um Fortunately, it's it's calmed down a little bit. It's dropped from the sort of late 30s and early 40s down to the mid 20s, so it's bearable. It's actually quite pleasant. Um, so I'm looking forward to to a great weekend. And we've got we, we're going to do proper um, traditional stuff on the braai. So we've got a it's like a like a we'll do it on little braai plunkies where everyone will share in bits and pieces. And we're going to do we we're starting off with some. Um, we've got some peri-peri chicken wings. We're going to do um, some lamb ribikis. We've got um, sarties. Um, and I've sent Duncan, the, the owner, these local butchers made us up a fantastic batch of burrowors. I was I was so going got- to ask you, who's where did the burrowors come from? Because oh. not everybody can do burrowors. <laughs> <laughs> The local butcher who's uh, who's uh, who's made a, a, a great stab it. I sent him a recipe, in fact, a great recipe, an old Lannistamon recipe. Um, so that we've made, and that we've got some, you know, pap on the go. We've got smooth, we've got chakalaka. Um, and uh, what else have we we've got? Oh, that was <laughs> so we got some lamb ribbies, and we wanted to do a nice bit of steak. And we were trying to think of what what sort of the archetypal archetypal um, South African sauce we could do with it. And so we decided we're going to do monkey gland. Oh and yes. Brought, uh, and have to don't worry, no monkeys were harmed in the in the formulation <laughs> of this sauce. It's actually interesting, monkey gland sauce. Is um, it's a it's a very South African sauce, and it it has distinct origins. It was actually invented um, at the Carlton Centre of all places in Johannesburg in in the the early seventies, late sixties, early seventies. Um, 
by two Swiss chefs um, who were shocked and horrified um, that South Africans had quite a sweet palate. They liked a lot of, as we do, dried fruit with venison. They liked a lot of sweeter, uh, sort of that sort of sweet and savoury combo, which is which is which is. Um, not unique to South Africa, but it's it's certainly high up on our list of, of, of you know, whereas a lot of the countries are very, very savoury and there's very little fruit. In, and these guys decided they were going to come up with a, um, uh, a sauce that South Africans would like that was everything but the kitchen sink. Um, <laughs> the preposterous name for it. And that was it. They came up with monkey gland wow. um, for some reason and it's become a South African staple over the years so so we're definitely going to have uh, we're going to have rump steak with monkey gland sauce and then of course we're finishing off with everyone's favorite a good old malsa pudding oh fantastic that sounds absolutely delicious but now I want to ask you about the owner of this uh, beautiful place that you're at <laughs> is he an ex-South African where does the where did no. the idea for the to build a braai come from Yes. Well, look. I mean, you know, the, he's he's, a, he's an accomplished chef, Duncan Jones. He's in a, he's a very accomplished. He, he's even cooked for, for for the royal family. So, come to but his own business here. I mean, we we really are in the, the English countryside. It's a beautiful old pub, um, and he's always had this outside area. They, they have a brewery here, so they brew all their own beers. And he's always wanted to do something on a larger scale rather than just have an outside door area where people sit outside and actually cook outside. And we have a mutual friend. Um, uh, Pete Richardson, who was um, who I was a good friend of mine in, in South Africa, who subsequently moved back to the UK, and and put the two of us in touch. He said, "Look, Duncan wants to launch his outdoor area, and and do you fancy coming out for a weekend do some brine? So I mean, who was I to say no? No, I mean I'm not going to turn down a request to go to the English countryside for that. <laughs> but it sounds and also, sorry. And we also got some fabulous South African wines. Oh. So yes, we have uh, Bruce Jack wines, who's from Somerset West. So he's from from our listeners' neck of the woods. So he, he has put a fab wine list together of all uh, of his uh, lifestyle range. So we've got all the Bruce Jack wines uh, this weekend, which will be great. Mm. So nice to have a South African a South African squad with some South African wines to go with it. Yes, absolutely. And have you got anything on that menu that is going to maybe make people go, what on earth were they thinking, apart from the monkey gland? You know, because, I mean, oftentimes South African, you know, the brise, people kind of go, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> the pup baby? We didn't want to scare anybody away, so we kind of we, we kind of we, 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 we skipped the school pikeys pie, and the poor fighters just <laughs> for a little – I say that, um, having just finished uh, uh, breakfast since I've just arrived, the beautiful piece of black pudding. Oh, the first piece of black pudding I've had in years. Beautifully crispy, perfectly cooked. Um, and so, so maybe a poor father or a school party was maybe not the worst idea in the world. For, for those who don't know what black pudding is, just remind them, because I've actually just, I've had a chill go up my, my back when you said that. I did reminiscent of the haggis conversation we had, but... So, so black pudding is a euphemism. Basically, it's 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 a blood sausage. It's a it's a it's a sausage made from congealed blood. For whatever, to put it simply, to put it succinctly, it's it's congealed blood. Okay. It's fat. Some binders in it, but it's 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 pig's blood. 
I know, I know. Very palatable for many, but for some of us, we kind of go, oh, okay. Uh, now let's, we've got to end it off on a, we've got to, we've got to have a conversation about something sweet. And you mentioned Malfa pudding. And, and um, my son, who is currently in Israel, who's about to fly to Costa Rica. I've got all these people around me that are flying all over the world. I've got a, a, a niece who's busy doing some relative cycle race, I don't know, somewhere close to the Tour de France. So I'm very jealous right now, but very loving the fact that I can t- talk to everybody who's all over the world. Um, loves Malfa pudding. Absolutely loves it. And what is the secret? What is to you, what is the quintessential? Because you get all these variations, you know, with... Look, I think it's one of those puddings that there, there are as many recipes as there are people, you know, mm-hmm. and everyone has their own fail-safe that they got from their gran or from their mom. Again, in, in, in times like these, I, I rely on sources that I know best, and this is, a, again, a lattice name on recipe mm-hmm. um, that's, that's fail-safe. It's got the apricot jam in it. It's got the bicarb, and it's and I, and I think it's just the, the, it's, it's, it's the, the beginning process. It's creaming the butter and the sugar. That's mm-hmm. how you get the lightness. Obviously, it's got the bicarb, but if you don't, cream the butter and the sugar till it's really light and frothy when it, it goes from that deep yellow color to that sort of pale straw color that's mm. the secret once you you get that started then then your results are guaranteed so it can't be you can't rush this pudding you've got to actually take the time for that beginning stage and then the other secret the other secret that i find is is once it is everyone knows take it out the oven and you pour the hot the hot custard or the hot toffee sauce over it mm. what you should do, do yourself a favor portion it first so mm-hmm. cut the portions. Oh. Don't you know, actually divide it up into six, twelve, or how many people it is. So the the, the the portions are cut. Then pour the sauce mm-hmm. over it. Because what happens is is when you pour it when it's whole, the, 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 it soaks in a couple of millimeters to the top and then all on the sides. So yes. This corner is the best. But if you portion it, it actually soaks in between where you've where you where, where you've cut where you've diced it up, and so you actually get your your, your sauce to penetrate the, your, your mulch much much better. Yeah, because oftentimes you'll end up having it, and then the people who get the outside bits are going, "Oh, this is absolutely delicious," and the person who gets the centre bit goes, "It's a bit dry." So yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> really great tip. I love that, Peter. I um I hope that you have a wonderful time there. And uh, how long are you there for? I'm here for a week, so I'm oh, back. Awesome. In fact, I'll be back on Friday morning next week. And I hope that the British summer, uh, you know, extends for that long. Um, not a complete yeah. scorcher as it's been, because I know that my brother sent me pictures of his dashboard showing, showing 39 degrees. And, um, oh. yeah, and, you know, people here in South Africa are going 39 degrees. Ah, really? Really? But we forget that London can get quite humid. And uh, yeah. he was he was not taking kindly to his sister's jibes saying, well, you know, Suck it up, but it's summer, you know, you complain when there's no summer and now you're getting it in, you know, I suppose you're getting summer all in one day. So I hope that the weather plays along and that you have a good English summer for the week that you're there. Definitely. Well, look, I mean, the thing is, this, this country is not geared towards intense heat. So no, this week is looking solid mid-20s throughout. So it's going to be it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be absolutely good. Clear day forecast for tomorrow. 25 degrees. It's going to be it's going to be a gem of a week. Fantastic. And all the best for uh, this incredible braai there in the in the English countryside and uh, treating um, all the locals to uh, the South African wonderful care of a lacquer braai. I just wished it was rugby on the soft, and then it would ah. be the perfect, the perfect match to the perfect off of rugby this afternoon, and we, it would have been 
what more could we have asked for? But Absolutely. Never mind. Peter, thank you so much for this chat. Enjoy the week. And uh, we'll catch up again next week for the next edition of A Pinch of Salt. Definitely, Vanessa. And uh, to all the listeners, may the sauce be with you. Bye-bye.